You never know who you're going to see. Be one guy one-on-one -on -one my whole career. What you're going to hear. We got a lot of desperate people in the city. Or what they've got to say. When you can take people inside of a crime. That's what you're going to hear on my podcast, Open Mic. Find it where you find your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. With the stress and suffering of the COVID-19 pandemic, we all could use a little humor to ease our fear and anxiety. And our next guest, Jason Douglas, is doing just that with Pay It Forward Comedy, a virtual comedy show with national headline acts donating their time and talent to raise money for small businesses that have partially or completely closed down to the because of the pandemic. So... I definitely read about this. I wanted to have Jason on the show to ask him all kinds of questions about this amazing idea. So let's welcome Jason Douglas to Open Mic. Hey, Mike. Thanks for hey having there. me. It's our pleasure, man. Like, uh, what a great idea. I mean, I, I, you know, there's so much stuff about how we can help small businesses. Tell me how you came up with this idea. Well, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I also book comedians, so... I have all these venues across the country that I help book shows for, and they were either completely closed down or partially. And I thought, well, I have a Zoom account, and I know a ton of great comedians. So what if we did a virtual show and people could log on from their houses, maybe grab some takeout from the restaurant, and uh, all the money could go to the venues? What a great, great idea. So you have some comedians who have already – have big parts on, on shows like Seinfeld and Breaking Bad. I mean, who, tell us who yeah. they are and, and, you know, how hard was it to get them to do this? Well, the best part is it wasn't hard at all. Every single comedian I called was like, totally, you tell me when, you give me the Zoom link. Uh, Steve Heitner is the big one. He was Kenny Banya on Seinfeld. And uh, Stephen Michael Quesada, he was uh, on Breaking Bad for five seasons. Which one was he? Who did he play? He was Hank's partner, Agent Gomez. Oh, sure. And they died out in the desert in the second to last episode. So he almost made it completely through the show. So he's a comedian? Yeah, he was a comedian before the show. And he's got a great story. He got picked to be Hank's partner because he was shorter than Hank. And the guy who plays Hank is not very big, but the character was meant to be uh, a big man. Interesting. So when, when, when are these comedy shows? When, where, how can people watch and listen? So we made a Facebook page called uh, facebook.com slash pay it forward comedy. And you can log on there and see the schedule. So our next show coming up March 12th, and that's going to um, benefit a venue in Pennsylvania. And if any venues in Michigan uh, see this, because we're both Metro Detroit guys, uh, if they want to jump on board, I would love to do a show for anybody who, can use a little help because all the money that's raised goes directly to the venue. So I didn't know you were a Metro Detroit guy. I have lots of restaurant friends. So I love, love, love this idea. So tell them, so first of all, where were you born and raised? Uh, I was born in Saginaw and uh, came down to Metro Detroit uh, around 18 or 19 and uh, been here ever since. And, and you're here now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to talk because I, I think this is a great idea. So how does it work? So you're doing this on Facebook or uh, uh, people can log in, but let's say we pick a, 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 a great restaurant. Tell, tell, walk me through this. Yeah. So I have a Zoom account and I set up a Zoom, what you call a Zoom meeting, but it's really just a Zoom event. And the people, I, I set up the Zoom event. I give it to the bar or restaurant. 
and I say sell or donate, have people give you donations for the comedy show. So there's no real price on it. So if you want to give them $20 to see the show for your family, cool. You can only afford $5. Uh, I've had people donate like $300 to a venue. So it's we're kind of on the honor system. And uh, the donation goes directly to the venue. So I'm not like responsible for taking in the money and then giving it out. So say Joe's Bar wants to do a comedy show on Zoom. They just post it on their Facebook. People make a donation to them through PayPal. They send them the link, and then the people show up. Uh, they click the Zoom link, and on the date and time, usually a four or five comedians. I love it. Have you? So you haven't done one yet in Michigan. We have done one in Michigan at a bar in Northern Michigan, and they co-did the show with a venue down in Illinois. And we had about sixty or seventy people log on. We raised about eight hundred dollars for them. That's great. So yeah, I, you know, every little bit helps. I. I'm not David Portnoy. I can't uh, do the barstool fund, but that was kind of the, uh, what made me think about it. Yeah. What he's doing is amazing. Uh, especially, and he's been all over Michigan lately, which, which, you know, I, I love, I love to hear, I love to see, right. I mean, it's been, it's been fabulous. Yeah. Um, He was kind of the inspiration for, I was like, wow, David Portnoy can do this. I can't do it on that level, but what resources do I have? You know, I, I used to love going to comedy shows back in the day, and there's nothing better than that energy. And, you know, I think it's, and tell me, and let's just, I've never even thought about this until this second, but I'm going to ask you, you know, I know that when I'm in the comedy clubs, I'm laughing my ass off the whole time. Yeah. And then when I watch a com- comedy show on HBO, I laugh once in a while, but it's not as, it's not as engaging i don't know the uh, the right word so how how is it how are you finding it translating on um your zoom links like how does the audience interact and do the comedians i assume you guys get to feed off of the audience when you're in a comedy club it's got to be a ton different on on a zoom call yeah and the thing with comedy which covid is terrible for is that at a comedy club you're packed in like sardines And I think when you're packed in with people and they're laughing and it makes you laugh and it's like this laughter breeds laughter thing where TV, you're sitting home, maybe you're by yourself, you're with one person and it's not the same environment for zoom. It's somewhere in between because it's live. The comedians do interact just like we're interacting now. So they can be like, Oh, Hey, we got Mike here, Mike, what do you do? And then they start riffing off you and so there is that element of the live show. Well, let's try it. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> let me hear one of your, 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 your let me, give me a little something. Uh, well, let's see here. So uh, we, we're going to stay probably, let's stay a little cleaner. We'll do like the, uh, the first well, set. My of audience is watching. dirty. So I don't your know. Your audience I'm is dirty. Kidding. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I uh, recently stopped Ubering because it's too expensive. So now when I go to a bar and have a few drinks, I drink at a bar right next to a Domino's pizza and I order a pizza and then I ride home with the delivery guy. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> and I'm working it. It's early. <laughs> it is early. I mean, I don't know how much coffee you've had. Um, that's great. So, so I'm sure, I mean, so how many shows have you guys done? We've done six shows for the pay it forward comedy show. Yeah. And, 
And what's the reaction from the restaurants? I mean, that you're getting- They're all super like grateful and happy. And I guess at the end of the day, we all just need a laugh. Everything's so stressful. And we, you know, especially during like the politics season was just coming to an end as we started this. And people, I think we're just exhausted. And those couple of the headliners that you mentioned, I mean, would they come and do, are they, are they up for it? You know, whenever or, or, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, they're, um, Steven is doing a, a, a TV show in new Orleans right now, but he has popped on shows at night when he filmed during the day. So they're all really cool about, they, they started in the club. So they know that the venues are how we as comedians actually make our living. So, and they're just cool guys. How many of the jokes are about the pandemic and COVID? What 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 percentage is that occupying the uh, the set list? Oh yeah, I would say every comedian should have at least five new minutes of really good COVID material. Yeah, sure. I mean, I was I even saved my quarters because remember we had the pandemic, so I was afraid I wasn't going to get a cart at Aldi's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do they charge for carts at Aldi's? Oh, yeah, you rent the cart at Aldi's. You put the I, quarter in. Are you kidding me? No, it makes people bring it back, supposedly. I've never been to an Aldi's. <laughs> well, go now I know to bring my quarter if I go to Aldi's. Oh, yeah. You don't have a quarter at Aldi's. You can't even do the experience. Is it a good... Do you like that store? Is that a good store? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give a plug for Aldi's, but they're not bad, you know? <laughs> that's... Uh, that's funny. So, so tell me about your uh, com comedic life. I mean, what was before COVID? I, you know, unfortunately, I haven't. I had, you know, you and I just meeting. I don't know if I've seen you on uh, the Tonight Show or anything. Uh, you and I, <laughs> you and I have a unique background. You and I communicated one time, and I've I speak your praises because I have tried to mold myself after your business with comedy booking. So. You are a, a great advertiser. You're a person that you, you connect with in the commercials. And uh, I do a ton of advertising. So I'm a comedian. About 2004, I started a comedian booking company nationally. And it's just about nonstop advertising across the country. And now because of Google searches, my company pulls up. We book shows in England. We book shows in Australia, Israel, India. And that being said, I emailed you one time maybe five years ago and i asked you for some tips on internet marketing and you put me in touch with people and wow. i thought that was the nicest thing well it's my pleasure i hope those people helped you yeah they did you know i'm in the business of helping people so i mean that's you know i try to respond to most emails and i'm glad jason that i didn't ignore yours <laughs> and just send you to the spam folder. Yeah. It would have been um, a fun conversation right now. I've been like, I emailed you and you never responded. That would have been better. We could just go with that. That I was just a jerk. And I just <laughs> said, don't bother me. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. So, um, so you're booking a lot. Are you still doing stand up, or is that, is I, that in the past? Yeah, I know. I still do stand up. I mean, that's my first love, but the booking is sort of like the day job. And then the comedy is like what I do for passion or at night. And the Zoom shows really took off. That was kind of also why I thought Zoom comedy would be successful because like last March, everything went crazy, right? The whole country shut down. All the bookings for April, May were just completely done. And then I had an email from a customer and he was like, I want to do comedy with a Zoom show. And I was like, well, that'll never work, but whatever. I didn't even know what to charge. So it was March. I just charged him a 72 count of Charmin Ultra. I it was a toilet paper shortage. 
Uh, but no, the show went well. And then we booked like over a thousand shows in 2020 virtually. Wow. Yeah. So that's fabulous. So, you know, before COVID, I mean, there's been a lot of comedy shows on Netflix. Tell me like, and I watched some of them, but again, I, I don't know. I love comedians. I love comedy shows. I just, it's just sitting there watching it in my living room. Uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't overly do it for me, but I assume Netflix, you know, when they're putting the Kevin Hart's and the, you know, all the great, the great comedians on there. Um, I assume it's been a boon for, for comedians. Yeah. Not me. I don't have a Netflix special, but not yet. Uh, I know. Um, I mean, we're definitely blessed in Michigan to have the Comedy Castle because that's like one of the best clubs in the country. Is it? Oh, it it's always voted. Uh, 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 it was in USA Today, a top 10 comedy club. Wow. Um, it's just one of the greatest, like old school, real comedy clubs. One of the last, you know, remaining clubs and they're successful. And But I do think television comedy helps to a certain degree to people go, oh, well, that was that was funny. Let's go do let's go see that live. And then when they see it live, it's way better. So I've been to that though. It's in Royal Oak yeah. and I've been there, you know, a dozen times. And that's the one I was referring to. And I, and I love it that they went smoke free for the most part, you know, several years ago, because back in the day in the eighties and nineties, you literally walk out of there smelling like a oh, yeah. ashtray. It was bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I assume that they've been closed since March. Are they, they're not back open. Are they They just reopened? And I, I don't talk to them every day, but they just reopened within the last, like uh, when the governor went to the 25% um, restrictions and allowed venues to open. So I think in February, was it? Have you performed there? Oh yeah. Over the years. Sure. Yeah. Well, let me know next time you're down there. I'll come, I'll come heckle you. Yeah, I'll email you because I know you check them. So. <laughs> and uh, that's true. And uh, you, 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 do you like being heckled by the audience? Uh, yes and no. I think the most people that heckle are doing it because they want to have fun. Like the mean hecklers, eh, it's not so much. You just have to kind of shut them down real quick. I, I, w I saw Don Rickles uh, in uh, Vegas. Wow. Know, ten, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Boy, was he funny with the hecklers and just ripping on people. And he just went after him. He didn't even, he heckled them really. I yeah. mean, there weren't really many heck. It was just, it was just such brilliant, brilliant comedy. I, I'll never forget it. I mean, it was, I mean, going after people, but it's. Well, that's it's what great. you want. You want Rickles to go after you. I mean, it's like a badge of honor. It is a badge of honor and he was amazing, but I love it when a, when a good comedian can just, it's just the, the comebacks and I know you guys have practiced them a million times cause you've been heckled a million times, yeah. but it looks natural and it's just, it's, uh, you know, heckling the smart right way other than what like Michael Richards did, uh, <laughs> how many years ago when he just, yeah, started, yeah, he just had a meltdown or something. He had a meltdown on stage, which basically ended his career. I think. Yeah. Right? I work with Brad Garrett sometimes who was, um, everybody loves Raymond. He was the brother. He's he was just in some major Super Bowl commercials. Yes, he was. He's in the Jimmy John's commercial. I thought, what do you think of those? Uh, I think he's very funny in those commercials. What did you do with him? Uh, I opened for him once at the Whiting up in Flint. And then I did a couple other shows with him. And um, he has a venue. He has his own club out in Las Vegas. In, I think it's in the MGM. I don't think I knew that. Is he a good dude? Oh, super nice. Super funny. But he's like Rickles in a way. Like he, 
you can just walk him out on stage and say, don't do any material. And he's got the crowd laughing and for an hour and he hasn't even really done a setup and punchline. He's just riffing off the audience. That I didn't know. I haven't been to Vegas in a while, but I will definitely, I will definitely go check him out. So your company is called the comedian company. If people want to find yes. you and book a comedian and you're still booking right now for events and corporate events and private parties, I assume, and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to book a comedian for any kind of event, or if one of your venues here in Metro Detroit wants to do a pay it forward show, have them email me through there and we'll get it set up. So if anybody's listening or watching and you have a restaurant that's struggling, um, Jason's offering this service with some big name uh, people, which I think that's exciting. I mean, Breaking Bad, uh, he was a, you know, the, I, I, I that was my favorite show of all time. I ranked that number one. I've actually watched it twice now. Um, and these I guys do a Q&A after too. So we're like pretty easy going about it. I'll be like when the show's over because I host them. And I'll be like, hey, does anybody have some questions for the guys or the gals on the show? And they'll tell uh, you anything. I, I love it. Are you a Breaking Bad fan? Oh, I loved Breaking Bad. In fact, I almost bought they when they started to sell off parts of the set. There was a um, a, a celebrity website you can buy things from every set from a TV show, and I t jokingly tell Stephen I almost bought his khaki pants. <laughs> no kidding. They were like I bid like one hundred and thirty dollars on these khaki pants, and I was going to frame them, <laughs> and then they went to like a thousand dollars, and I was like, I'm not going to spend that much. So. I'm going to up you. I'm going to up you one. Right. I was in, I was in Los Angeles. This has got to be five years ago. And I was on, I, it was either the MGM or the Sony set, whoever did, whoever did breaking bad. And I'm literally lost. I walked out of a meeting I had, and I turned the corner the wrong way. And I, in the middle of the, in a cul-de-sac little area on the lots in the, in the MGM business structure place, which is multiple buildings. I walked up and I stumbled upon the RV. No. And I actually could probably pull up pictures right now. And I'm like, holy shit, that is the Breaking Bad <laughs> RV. And I walked up close, dude, the bullet holes, the three bullet holes were in it. I put my finger, this finger, I haven't washed it since. This finger went in those holes. That sounds really dirty. Yeah, weren't I'm they actually the door? Wasn't that the first episode? Yeah, no, it wasn't the first episode. It was the first episode, but but that is yes, that's definitely you and RV. That's me yeah. in the RV. Nice. And you can see the bullet holes behind me, right? Now, actually, let me see here if I can see. I can't quite see the bullet holes. Right. So There's I can see the bullet right. holes. I can see the bullet holes. There's actually five. So then I was inside for a meeting. So you're on and, MGM's property. Yeah, I had a meeting and they have a case inside that has all the Breaking Bad stuff. And it has the badges and Walter, that's Walter White's high school badge. <laughs> uh, the, that's the license plate. And one of their Emmys. I love it. So I'm obviously a major fan, as you are. Yes. A major geek. Um, watching Better Call Saul now. Are you watching that show? Oh, yes. I love it. Well, you probably like it. You know, he's the attorney, right? He, dude, I, from the second he came onto the show, I thought, I, I didn't say he's going to have his own show one day. But I said, this is one of the greatest characters I've ever seen on TV. 
Yeah, Bob Odenkirk is just funny regardless. And, then and he's he a stand-up guy, right? He was a yes. stand-up comedian. I well, yes, he's stand-up and improv. Yeah, he's great. That I'm not sure, but I remember him on on um, the Larry David show. Um, um, unbelievable actor. And yeah. one of my favorite shows. And Breaking Bad, if you haven't watched it twice, the first time I watched it season to season with a year, year and a half between seasons, and then I watched it a second time all the way through without a break. Yeah. And it was made so much more sense to me. It, it, it didn't, it, you know, when you have a year, year and a half, you, the characters got a little confusing. And, um, in that particular show, it did in breaking bad, they, 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 you know, with all the Salamancas and the, and the people killing each other and all that stuff that I needed to see it again. And I absolutely loved it a second time, but I'm not sure why we're talking about breaking bad right now, but <laughs> there's <laughs> never a bad time to talk yeah. about breaking bad. I agree. And um, I'm glad that you were a fan, and I'm glad I got to show my picture. It's in front of the RV. <laughs> That's a great story. It's I. It was, but dude, when I tell you, I just stumbled out of the car. It wasn't in. I thought it should be in a museum. It was outside. It was getting rained on. Yeah. It was, if they had snow, it would be. Get, it would get ruined. It was in the. It was a lot. It was like stored. It was like it wasn't. Was the El Camino there? I did not see the El Camino. I saw nothing else except for the pictures I just showed you. Um, but I was very happy to see it. It's not like you'd think there'd be a rope around it. I could probably, I think I probably checked the door to see if I could go inside. Oh, you it. Got to. But it, it was locked. It was, it was locked, but um, it was like, there was no cameras around. There was no people around. I looked around me. I'm taking pictures. It, it was, it was, it was, you wonder where that stuff goes to die. You know, I'm yeah. surprised, surprised the guys didn't, um, didn't want to take it home with them, put it in their driveways. Yeah, somebody could. I'm surprised they didn't sell it off at some charity auction for like a hundred grand or something. Dude, we would have paid for it, right? We somebody would have paid for it. Brought it to Michigan. We could have split it between Saginaw and Detroit. Yeah. We could have shared it, driven it back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The road. What? Yeah. You, could take it on, you could do a comedy show on the roof of it. I'm oh, yeah. Here. We had to get AAA, though, because I don't know if it would have made it from Saginaw to, uh, you know, Metro Detroit. <laughs> It's true. That's that's very true. Anyway, this has been a lot of fun, Jason. Um, Thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah, you. I hope, I hope uh, you know. I hope people tune in. Uh, I'm going to subscribe to your Facebook page right when we get off. I'm going to yeah. put a link. Cool. I'll send you a copy of this and put it on your Facebook. And uh, oh, so we you know, just realistically, you know who else is on these shows? A guy you've had on your show, Darren McCarty, who I started. I got Darren into comedy. <laughs> is he funny? He's great. The Darren McCarty slapstick comedy tour. Wow. He didn't I tell me any jokes. I think he was pretty high when he was here, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's always high. I mean, that's his thing. He He's a great, he, we had a really fun time. Yeah, he made um, fun the Michigan ones. Cause I've talked to him about it and he was like, yeah, when they're in Michigan, let me know. Cause he actually has a really good act. He's funny. Really? Yeah. Is it hockey related? Marijuana related? Oh, a little of both, but a lot of hockey stories. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some good jokes. So I'm going to really think about this and I'd love to have him on. I'd love to have the breaking bad guys on and the other people you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the guys would, they would love to come on there. I'll, so I'll help you promote it. I'll help get people there. And we just got to find a word. Of, well, you know, let's, let's find a worthy restaurant or two. So maybe we you can and I find can a few and, and join them up too. Cause that's the thing. Like, cause my zoom package is for 500 guests. So we can do like three venues and they each keep their own money and, Whoever wants to do it, I never turn anyone away. Even if they book comedians from another company, I say you are welcome here. 
what a nice guy you are. I try. <laughs> Thanks for being on Open Mic, Jason. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate you, man. All right. There you have it. That was fun. Uh, I hope you guys like to see my uh, family pictures out of my phone. Uh, Jason Douglas from um, Pay It Forward Comedy. Uh, we'll have the links below the show notes. Forward this to anybody who likes to laugh, who anybody has an idea for a restaurant to, to get it to Jason so he could do a show. If you have any ideas of restaurants and you want me to be involved, email me, comment, send me a, send me a note, and uh, I'd love to be involved. I think this is a great, great idea. So I thank him for being on the show. Please subscribe to our podcast. Tell all your friends about us. We're nearing 3 million downloads and listens, which is uh, so much fun. We're coming up to our 100th episode, which we have some special stuff that we will be doing. And uh, as always, we appreciate you watching and take care.